check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast on wearecavan.com. Delighted to be joined in studio by Northern Sounds' Mickey Brennan, former right. Cavan football and footballer. You weren't a footballer, you were a footballer. Yeah. And um, <laughs> also uh, Paul Fitzpatrick from the Anglo-Celt sports editor here. We're going to be looking back over Cavan's... I'm sorry myself at the minute, but I'm not exactly a footballer. <laughs> no, definitely not. Round is definitely a shape and looks like a football. Definitely so. Your mic's a wee bit low there, Mickey. We'll try and bring it back up a bit, although there's times when we should be putting it back down again. We're going to be looking back at Cavan drawn with Kerry in Kingsman Breffney Park and ahead to the uh, final round game against Roscommon and maybe just evaluating where the league has brought this Cavan team. We'll also uh, have after-match reaction with Conor Mina, Dara McVitie and, of course, the manager, Matty McLean. And so, But to start off, I suppose, Mickey... You weren't at the game, but you were, you were tuned in, listening to it, from the context of what the result means for Cavan, not just on the table, but it gives Cavan a good foothold. Um, it, it's, it's a massive result for Cavan, but you, if you look at it, if we can get a result on uh, Sunday against uh, Roscommon, you're looking at four results in Division 1. You know, you've, you, that means you'll have uh, two draws and two wins in Division 1 football, which is massive. And if you look at it in that context, you know, we're definitely improving. Um, and if they can go ahead and get a result, and maybe, look, look, we're living in hope. We're hoping that a, a couple of results might go our way on uh, Sunday afternoon. And uh, we'll all be listening to the wireless. We'll be commentating. We'll be watching the, um, the, Twitter, the Twitter machine. And then, sure, obviously, everybody that'll be in Hyde Park will have their little pocket radios uh, listening in to try and get results from the game. So it's going to be a brilliant day on Sunday. But uh, the game as a, as a whole... If we get a win, that is four good results in Division One football. Regardless, we, of, what regardless of what happens, whether we go, stay up or go down. Yeah, I suppose like Paul looking at the game itself. I I was telling people after on Monday when I had time to evaluate that straight after the game, I was delighted that we we're after drawing with Kerry, and then went down and I spoke with a few players, and they were so disappointed having only got the draw that I was like, "Geez, yeah, I'm disappointed now we didn't get the win." And then when I went back up to the press box and I was writing out my report. I thought, Jesus, I'm disappointed that we got the draw against Kerry. Isn't that great that we're at the stage that I'm disappointed? So I became happy again. So I don't know what to feel about that result. <laughs> He's just a bag of mixed emotions, I Paul. I watch your question. <laughs> what's, what's, your, what's your emotion from the game? Were you happy with the draw? Was it, was it a disappointing result? Um, I thought Cavan could have won it. Uh, probably should have won it. Um, but there was a very difficult breeze in that first half in the town goals. Like like we saw that with even with Kerry in the second half. A lot of the wides that Cavan kicked were, were were poor wides that they would have put over usually. So I don't think it was a thing that Cavan choked. I generally think that was a freak bit of a freakish breeze that was blowing across the goals. Like you had you saw Brian Sheehan, who was yeah. one of the best free takers of the last twenty years, missing frees that he'd normally put over again into that win. So um I thought I just thought that wind when we were on top we were playing into the goals that was most affected by the wind that town goals and I think that was why we didn't win the game. Yeah, well, yeah, you're probably right. Like ten wides in the first half, uh, I think it was one from a free. 
um, one that kind of was a kick pass looking for a man inside and went out over the end line but there was eight definite wides Se- seven in a row at one stage like just before half time we, we kicked seven seven Calvin attacks in a row ended in wides and Kerry went up in the middle of that and got one point you know that was the, probably the difference it was, it was one less point for Kerry and one more for us we'd have won it by two points but just to put it in, pers- in perspective five years ago this weekend Calvin got hammered at home by, by Antrim 4-6 to 12 points in our last league match in Division 3 to finish 6th in Division 3 and just stay up and the only reason we stayed up was that weekend yeah. well, there was an absolute freak result where Tipperary had lost 6 out of 6 oh, sorry Tipperary had, had lost 5 and drawn 1 they were sitting bottom in Division 3 with 1 point were already relegated awfully were at home and just needed to beat Tipperary to, put, to stay up and put us down and somehow Tipperary with nothing to play for beat Offaly in Offaly and that kept Cabinet from going down to Division 4 for the first time in our history so that is some progress in five years that we're sitting here and we're saying we're disappointed to get to draw against Kerry. Yeah, it, it's absolutely amazing. And in fairness, there's a there's an awful lot of credit to be spread about. But talking about the uh, like at that stage, the man that we're going to bring up now is Darren McVitie. He was only a a minor at that stage five years ago. He was well, just sorry, out. It was just, just out out a minor. minor. He, he, so. he was on the under twenty one panel for the for the All Ireland semi final against Roscommon that year, but he was just out a minor. <laughs> Delighted to be joined by Dara McVitie after a draw here against Kerry. Is it, uh, Dara, disappointing or is it a relief to get that win? No, I'm, well, personally, I'm very disappointed. I thought we had the chances to win it. We had a few, boy, few shots just dropped short, got blocked in the second half. They were 13 yards out. You know, we worked so hard to get them up there and then didn't finish it. So I think if they had run over, it could have been a different result. All saying, but that said, Kerry could have easily done the same, but I'm kind of just focusing on Calvin and I, I'm a little bit disappointed that we didn't get the result. There is positives to be taken though two minutes to go you're two points down against the kingdom and Conor Mina steps up slots the ball over the bar Shani Johnson with a, with a free with his first kick so there, there's a lot of positives there a lot of steel yeah look at we're not we're, we don't give up that's one thing we don't do but at the same time we made a few silly mistakes kicked a few balls away that we have to learn from there's positives to take from but there's also a lot of things we can improve on which is great because pushing forward we need to just keep getting better and better as I think Matt said before it's either win or learn we didn't win today so we need to learn from it yeah I suppose 2013 Cavan played Kerry in the championship different Kerry team different Cavan team but Cavan now after the Mayo win a draw here with Kerry confidence has to be building that you're able to compete with the best in the country yeah, I suppose we're le- we learned the hard way that if you don't perform for 10, 15 minutes, you're not going to be within, in with the hope against these teams. You were punished against Donegal, against Tyrone, we didn't perform in the second half, we were bad at the gate. So it's it's just realising that we have to be consistent. You know, We weren't consistent enough in them games, playing for spells. I suppose you got away with it last year, you don't get away with this year. But look, at no, we're happy enough, I suppose, <coughs> that we got a point. But at the same time, it's disappointing that we didn't get the two. I thought the two were there coming in the second half. At, we kind of, I think it was 25 minutes we went without a score from play, so we need to work on that, need to maybe manage the game a little bit better. Yeah, talking about your, your goal, you were after winning a ball inside, winning the free, um, next ball in coming in behind, you were torn the defenders real quick, but the ball going in was being put into the space for you. It's something that is clearly been worked on. Yeah, look, the, I just went and made the run, the boys got the head up and kicked it into me, I couldn't really tell you, it happened so fast, I don't really know exactly what happened, I just know the net was rustling after it, so I was happy enough, but, you know, look, we need to work on just a few things, kicking the, getting the better kick pass into our forwards, I suppose, a few times, we kicked a few away in the second half, and it, we were kind of punished for it. 
Yeah, well, look at all in all, a point. It gives you a fighting chance to stay in the division, and that's the most important thing. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, look at we, all we can do is focus on ourselves. Bit disappointing that we couldn't have it in our own hands. We kind of think we're relying on results a little bit now. But look at we, all we can do is focus on next weekend, improve on what didn't go well today, and then hopefully bring it into next weekend. Yeah, so that was Darren McVitie, Mickey, and you can hear in his voice that, you know, there was disappointment there, which which shows how far they've come. The last time he played Kerry was in the All-Ireland quarterfinal in Crow Park, and nobody gave Cavan a hope that they, you know, there was there was no expectation, but they went in with expectation, you can hear. Yeah, look, the, the, the result against Mayo has given this uh, bunch of lads a massive boost. Um, uh, confidence-wise, you know, they're they're on cloud nine at the moment, and and they played really well against Kerry. I was listening into the game, and just as you mentioned those seven points in a row, uh, Paul earlier on, um, seven the, the seven, sorry seven wides in a row that Cavan had just before half time. I was listening in from probably midway through the first half, and I know Damien is biased towards Cavan or whatever, but no. Cavan were Cavan were in, in possession of the ball nearly. I'd say for. 90% of the time I was listening to Damien commentating, it was Cavan lads that were on the ball. We were dispossessing Kerry. We were attacking, attacking, attacking. And, and seven wides in a row, as you said, that was critical at that stage of the game. And uh, to get a draw in that game was still a... Ma- like To think that we could have won it, we could have lost it, and then it took a Shawnee Johnson free at the end to draw them level. Shawnee just on, I think it was his first touch of the ball as well. Yeah, his first kick. You know, first kick of the ball. I didn't see that one because I had a drawback and when he stepped up to take that free, I couldn't watch. <laughs> That's the God's honest <laughs> truth. I went by the cheer of the crowd. I just, I was sitting beside Mickey Hannon in the press box and I said to him, I have to stand up. I just stood up and I much you I'd rather not say on the radio 50 at what, <laughs> <laughs> what price 8 to 1 8 to 1 50 nice so dinner's on Paul but you're a free <laughs> taker Mickey Paul. you know how difficult is that your very first touch very very first thing you're asked to do is take a free kick that is going to level the game against Kerry in Division 1 like how much pressure can you imagine Shawnee Johnson was well, on that's that monster stage? absolutely monster um, you know he's only on the pitch I've kicked freeze when I come on in pressure situations, but you've been on the field a couple of minutes. Humble brag you alert. Know. No, no, no. But like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, and and even the easiest to freeze. I, I had to kick one last year, practically in front of the goals, maybe thirty yards out, and the pressure I felt and that was just unbelievable. So I can only imagine what it was like for Shawnee just coming on cold because you know he hasn't touched the ball. He's only just done a warm up and to kick it from forty yards. Um, and the slotted over the bar like it was it was to the left of the goals. It, um, it suited a right footed kicker, obviously. But I've seen Shawnee in a pressure situation up in Slockneil um, in a, an Ulster Championship match with the last kick of the game to draw them level from the right hand side from pretty to, much similar. To win it. To, uh, sorry, to win it's it. To win it's it. right, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, which is less pressure. You know, and that day it didn't go work for him. And when I heard the Damien describing it on the radio, I was going, "This is practically the exact same type of a kick." Um, except but this time, it was except this time it was further, and it more was pressure. There was more pressure. It was a windy day in Breffney Park. You know, it, it was a massive kick, and and uh, big shout out to Shawnee for it. Like it's a, it's given Cavan a huge bit of hope for this weekend. Yeah, it really, really has. I suppose another man that that when we talk about kicking. His kicking, I thought, was absolutely phenomenal. Was uh, Connor Mine, and I caught up with him after the game. I suppose that's probably your first time. Was definitely your first time at senior level playing against mm. Kerry. But the experience, there was no fear in the Cavan team here today. No, no. I mean, look, we have nothing to be afraid of here in Division One. I think uh, 
you know, we might have had a slow start to the league, um, but we're really finding ourselves now under the management. And you know, we had a bit of a transition there, and they were really getting into the swing of things. And we've no one to be afraid of up here. We proved that last week by beating Mayo. And uh, you know, to be in truth, it's, it's a bit of a mixed emotions there today. You know, happy to get the draw, but the win might have been there for us at the same time. Yeah, the Cavan supporters obviously they're delighted you're drawn with Kerry, yeah. but as a player, you, you have to look at it a little bit more matter of fact. And the opportunities were there to win the game. Of course, yeah, yeah. Look, uh, just saying there, you know, we we were a couple of points up there when we got the goal, and uh, maybe we didn't kick on. But fair, Kerry showed steel, came back into it, and then at the same time, looking at that, that when you're two points down, coming towards injury time, and you stand up and you kick two points and and, uh, and draw the game against Kerry, who are the kingdom they call themselves, you know. So, sure, we're not afraid of everyone, and we deserve to be in this division. Yeah, two two minutes to go of ordinary time, two points down against one of the best, the best county that's ever played the game you step up outside of the right boot after a lovely bit of a solo dummy it showed that you weren't afraid of anything and then Shawnee Johnson's finish afterwards the bench was a big big asset absolutely massive I mean when you have Shawnee coming on and kicking that free from what 40 yards maybe I was behind it so I didn't see how far uh, you have Niall McDermott coming on there as well you have Stephen Murray you know you have Halla Kieran Brady you know you just the strength and depth is really showing this year you know there was questions asked of us at the start of the year a lot of people had question marks that we deserve to be in this division and then you know throughout the league as well maybe we had a, a, a not so good performance and suddenly everyone was on our back and we grouped together we decided this is championship football after the Tyrone game we really approached it like that and it still very much is you know we got the result against Mayo drawn out and we attack next week like it's championship football as well because if we lose we could be down yeah well it leaves it that again hopefully it is in your own hands Mayo's result today against Tyrone whatever way that finishes up we don't know yet but you're after going through the process and you said new manager coming in it was going to be difficult to get to know players get to know the division but it seems like it's all gelling right at the right time it is it is you know look it took a while for the management to get to know us it would have taken a while for us to get to know them as well and it really seems to be coming to the fore you know we said at the start of the year that you know we're really going to look towards Ulster Championship and we'll take the league as it comes and then we said you know what we can stand up in this league we can have this we can stay where we are and we only really realised that maybe after the first couple of games so we're really setting into it now and really digging our heels in yeah, so next weekend against Roscommon, Cavan and Roscommon have a history over the last few years. There's been ding dong battles over and back, but there's nothing going to be easy in Hyde Park. Absolutely not. I mean, Roscommon are going to have a bit of bite in them. Uh, they're not going to want to lie down. And as you say, you know, we've played them many times over the last three, four years, and there really has been nothing in it. So we can't go down there thinking that you know this is a given just because they might not have picked up points. Because you know, up until last week, we had only picked up a point as well. So you know, we go down there, we approach it like we did today, and we look to keep our place in the division. Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Kieran Callahan Electrical. Shine a light on your future. Check out www.callahanelectrical.ie or phone 049-43-3011. So that was Conor Minor, Paul. You know, I said before that interview that I thought his kick passing was excellent. Like, both him and Key and Mackey seem to be able to pick open the Kerry defence with, with lovely ball inside. Yeah, they're, they're the two best kick passers in, in that cabin panel. I've believed that for a while. Martin now. Riley. Martin Riley as well, yeah, but... Uh, 
Martin Riley is a very good kick passer. He can he can open a defence with a pass, but I don't think he's, he's as consistent as Mina and Mackey. Probably doesn't have the division. Uh, well, I'd say have. he does have division. I'd say what what happens is Martin tends to be all the time moving at such a high speed that it's harder to see the kick passes when you're when you're moving at that. You're concentrating on keeping control yeah. of the ball. Yeah, Mackey and Mina tend to slow it down. Slow it down a wee bit. What else yeah. do those three lads have in common? Soccer. They've all played soccer. Soccer background. Soccer background. Well, no, um, Martin yeah. played Ireland under 17, but Conor Moyna has played Oscar Trainer level soccer and, mm. and Kiyamaki played you League, know, of League of Ireland soccer with Man right. United. Yeah, he did. So yeah. so that goes to show the soccer. Um, you hear Gaelic people running down soccer, but the, it does. there's an awful lot of crossover. Like you know that better than most people, Mickey. But Moyna is a brilliant passer. Is that a dig? Is that a Paddy Shannon style dig? <laughs> no. <laughs> the soccer man. The, huh? soccer, the soccer man. man. The soccer man, Mickey Brennan. <laughs> no, what I'm saying that uh, you're, you're a soccer player. Aren't you? Yeah, well, look, we're not going to get into a debate about that uh, because it is there is something that you could debate. But if, if more managers looked at um, at what you can do um, to, in the crossover of the two, just like rugby have looked at how they can benefit from Gaelic footballers, um, you know... Gaelic footballers can benefit from playing soccer as well because it's a totally different style of game and whatever and as you said you can pick out passes that other people wouldn't obviously see but possibly the the, the biggest advantage of the soccer is of soccer is that your head is up mm. in order to see any pass you have to lift your head in in soccer whereas in Gaelic football you can give a hand pass while your head is down still Pretty much, so you know, it's getting your head up and being able to see those passes is, is is maybe the biggest advantage of it, and it shows that there's room for crossover. And and the big thing is seeing the pass in behind the defence. Hmm. That's the big thing. And Martin Riley has hit three or four of them this yeah. year, and I I one of the games I was commenting on it. It was actually the Mayo game. I was saying that it it is a clear tactic. You can see that they're trying to give that ball in behind, but that's the other point. As we, uh, we we line up Matty Midlinen's interview with Paul, you can see now Cavan's game plan, Cavan's ideas, what they're trying to do, and it's it's evolved into, and that, you know it's a lot more evident that there is structure, there's real good organisation. Yeah, and, and looking in hindsight, you can see a pattern developing right from the first game. Okay, the Dublin game, you're not going to expect Midlinen's team to have to to be playing in the style that he wants in the first game. That Dublin game was a strange game. It, it was almost like a challenge. It was a carnival atmosphere. It was quite a warm day. Big crowd. Uh, unbelievable crowd mm. for a league game. And so th- that game was kind of like a challenge. It was kind of... Exhibition. Exhibition. It was yeah. the best way to put it. The modern game was proper league football and that was that was a good point there and should have been too. The Donegal game, Finbar Riley wasn't there. And he's a key part of that management team. Finbar had his mm. appendix out a couple of days before that. It wasn't at the game. And I think that unsettled Cavan that night because they were, they were brutal that night. It was by far the worst performance. Yeah. And against their own end, they had a brilliant first half, like as good as they've played in, the co- in a couple of years in the first half. Okay, the wheels came off in the second half, but you could see little signs of, of um, progress and then a hell of a performance against Mayo and then another very good performance against Kerry. So, as you say, you're starting to see now what they're trying to do. They have been a running team, but now they're letting in long diagonal ball inside. The fellas are starting to find their roles. They know now that McVitie's an option inside. Like as I described it to you last week on the on the podcast, it's like 
if you don't have a certain tool in the in the shed, you need to, to improvise. Do you know, mm-hmm. you need to hammer a nail. You don't have a hammer. You use the back of your axe, your axe or whatever. Like, you know. <laughs> but, ju- but just, but just, I can't just believe you're using tool <laughs> references. <William. laughs> the handiest man I've ever come yeah. across. <laughs> but just on the point, <laughs> pardon my French. I'm not going to continue that. <laughs> so just, just on the point that you were making, um. You're saying about how how we've been our, our um, tactics have been to go long, get in behind defence and whatever. But if you look as well at our results, we've had better results against southern teams. You know, against outside of Ulster teams as yeah, well. Exactly yeah. Outs- outside of the six counties. Actually, we've had better results. Like you look at the Monaghan game, and we should have mm, beaten. Donegal. Okay, not Donegal. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, so outside of Ulster, we play better against uh, teams. Yeah, Kerry went with a blanket defence. Mayo went with a blanket defence as well against Cavan, but I don't think they're long enough in the two playing that blanket defence to know how to play it properly. Because if you look, the goals that we got against Mayo and against Kerry, like if you've got a blanket defence and you've got two sweepers sitting back, there's no reason why a ball should go in behind your defence and catch you out and you should score a goal. We wouldn't do that against Tyrone. We wouldn't do that against Donegal. And you know what? We wouldn't, it's not that we, w- we wouldn't be able to do it because they don't allow you to do that. It wasn't like Kerry weren't warned because Darren Feedy scored yeah. a similar goal the week before and it was a good goal and it was, cu- it was rule, rule out. Yeah. So you, you're dead, Solid right? But, but I was talking to a Kerry man last week who, who works for the Kerry man newspaper and he said that Fitzmaurice tends to, when he comes up against a blanket defence, he tends to mirror it. That's the way he deals with it. But as you say, it's one thing mirroring a blanket, but, but it no takes a long to time play. to perfect exactly. it. Exactly. Like, because if you look, Donegal, I think, are the perfect. Uh, they, they, they have it to perfection. Um, they were the original. They were the original, exactly. And they're doing it the longest. And if you look at McGee, McGee never plays in front of a full forward. Never, ever will McGee play in front of a full forward. He plays behind him. And any long diagonal ball that comes in, he just breaks it down. And your sweeper is there. So you've got two men, one behind him, one in front, all the time. Whereas when you play against the likes of, we'll say, your Kerrys or your Mayos, we got great purchase on that idea because we were able to get it in behind their defence. They had loads of numbers back, but if they push out and you've got a man in behind the defence, you're leaving yourself wide open. And it's something that I've kind of noticed that the Southern team's when they try to play, the, or the out of Ulster teams, we'll say, when they try to play the blanket defence, they're just not up to it uh, as much mm. as the the northern teams. Yeah, well, speaking of northern teams, I suppose uh, the two lads, Dara McVitie and, and Connor, you could sense bits of disappointment in their voice. But speaking with Matty McLean, and you'll hear now that there wasn't much disappointment. Seamless link. <laughs> I can only be absolutely delighted with it. You know, any day that you play football against Kerry and you, they come here and you get a point out of them, fabulous. You know, with five or six minutes to go, we were two points down. And if you want to say to me, I'll take a, a draw of the day, well, I'd have bit your arm off. Uh, they're absolutely immense. I'm so proud of them. But that's just the character of these guys. Uh, they're just, they don't give up. They keep playing to the end. And thank God we were still there. Yeah, there's definitely confidence in the panel because two points down in, in, in other games in the past, Cavan would have been probably continued to be two points down but Conor Minor steps up with a massive point and then Shani Johnson would I suppose ice in his veins to slot over that free yeah well I uh, think Conor got excited you know uh, <laughs> that, uh, there was nowhere else to go so Conor says to hell with this I'll just kick it you know no in fairness listen Conor had an immense game there his driving from centre half back was fabulous in the first half he had two or three fabulous interceptions but we needed him to step up at that point and show leadership and in fairness he did in terms of Shani listen Shani had uh, 
difficult enough week training wise he had hurt his shoulder to come in with two or three minutes to go and kick that winner or kick the point to draw it was just absolutely fabulous and a huge testament to the ma- to the man he's a great lad and he just epitomised the team right now you tried an experiment that Cavan people weren't used to Darren McVitie on the inside we've seen it I think it's Donegal but it's really starting to pay dividend he took the goal brilliantly won a free before that his movement is, is really starting to stand out ah, I think Doris enjoying himself uh, in fairness the ball into him was absolutely 100% the Kane's pass into him was absolutely perfect and that's what we had said to Kane before you go into the football field we want you to get first time ball into those two guys inside and see what, what sort of bother we can create and in fairness his passing was brilliant but Dara's movement and turn and his goal was absolutely important it was a listen it was the key to the game because at that point we needed something really special to ignite the crowd and lift the game and the goal just really set the tone and in fairness the Cavan people were fabulous that was a championship atmosphere of the day and you know the boys will learn from that there and that'll make us better going into the summertime. Yeah, I suppose looking as well, the, the panel getting stronger by week and looking at the bench coming off, Niall McDermott had a huge impact. As you said, Key and Mackie, Shawnee Johnson, Stephen Murray won a couple of breaking balls. So your, your bench is really making an impact. They're not just coming on and, and, and finishing out the game without having some sort of an influence. Yeah, well, if you go back to the throne game, you know, I was very disappointed in how the guys come in at that, at that point you know, and, and didn't help us get across the line after half time and we had that conversation with him that you know I'll treat everybody the same you get your chance out there it's up to you to take that opportunity and it's not about you it's about the collective and the team and that everybody's job is to help Cavan go forward and Cavan be successful and be a better football team and in fairness every player that came off the bench today I thought Jason McLaughlin had a fantastic game Cian came in and was immense uh, Shawnee came in there as well if you're, you're Stephen Stephen well. had come in and a great job yeah. listen that's, that's what we need if you're going to do anything with Kerry and do anything going forward in the summertime, it's not a 15-man game anymore, it's a 21-man game. I had spoke to the boys at half-time and I said to them, listen, everybody that's in this room, you know, there's people outside this room want your jersey. So you've got to train harder, you've got to push yourself on that we have serious competition going forward. Because we've had three or four games in the bounce there and there's been at least guys that have come off the bench that nobody here tell it. Joe Dillon the last week, there he's in starting the day and Joe has done enough there to say, listen, Matt, you're going to, it's going to be hard to not pick me. You know, I thought Joe put in a serious shift there and caused a lot of mayhem and, you know, they're making my life very difficult in terms of making a selection, but it's class, it's great there. Yeah, definitely is. Spoken just about the uh, injuries. Park Faulkner still hasn't been tugged out. Paul O'Connor is still out. Any update on how they're coming on? They're they're back uh, in rehab now. They were back running this week. So listen, they're getting there. I, I know Park Faulkner is certainly one, and OC is the same. You know, OC had a fabulous game against Tyrone. I thought he was absolutely excellent. P. Faulkner had a fabulous first couple of games when things weren't going well for us. So they'll be looking their jersey and looking back in again. So as I said to Killian Clark, uh, Killian, are you going to give your number three jersey to Park Faulkner? And he said, hell no, you know. So it's every man's fighting and one, one wants to start and wants a jersey. And, and that's going to be driving ca- the catalyst to drive Cavan forward, hopefully. Last round of the league coming up against Roscommon in Hyde Park. Cavan have a recent history of battles against Roscommon, you know, sometimes on the losing end, sometimes on the winning end, but it's vital, I suppose, to continue the momentum and, and the, the performance level. Absolutely. Listen, it's we've, we've come a long way over the last two or three weeks. It's been a huge learning curve for us, but I have to say, listen, we're going into Roscommon, you know, we're now sitting on four points. You know, if we can get six points out of playing Division 1 football, it's the first time Cavan was in Division 1 for 21 years. You know, whatever happens, whether we stay up or we go down we can hold our heads high and say listen this was great crack and if we want more of this if it doesn't work out and we go down well you know it's a great catalyst going forward one into the championship and then two next year to say do you want to get back up into division one because 
it's a great place and so the crowd was absolutely fantastic today. Celtic Warrior crafted pale ale from the Highland Brewing Company. Born of the land in the hills of Breffney, our beer is crafted with our Celtic legacy in mind. Find us on Facebook. Enjoy Celtic Warrior responsibly and visit drinkaware.ie. So yeah, Paul, I, I, another, I suppose, positive interview. And, and speaking, I was speaking to one of the players after the game and the phrase he said to me was, there's no dressing room like a Matty Midlinen dressing room. You know, where his positivity is obviously just reflecting on the players and, and it's starting to show really, really well. I know early on in the in the competition, the Monaghan game, some of the... Um, some of the the people were kind of saying, "Just how did he think that was a good game?" But his positivity is definitely having an effect on the boys around him. Yeah, well, he's had some effect because they're starting to play well and they're taking points in Division One. Um, I'd imagine that it, that behind the four walls of the dressing room, he mightn't be as he might be a slightly different character than he is in front of the, the our dictaphones after games and interviews. Most managers, I'm sure, are, but definitely he they're they're playing good football, like and they're. They definitely look to be confident, have a bit of belief in themselves, which is great to see. Like, they probably are better off now hitting form at the end of the league, even if they go down on Sunday. Um, they're probably better off hitting form now at, at the end of the league because um, it's going to give them confidence coming into the championship. Yeah, well, that's you'd rather have it, Mickey, that you're you're playing well at the end of a league in preparation for a championship than playing well at the start of the league and poor at the end of the league yeah well that's that's you know it's all about peaking and you don't want to peak at the start of your league you want to be peaking towards the end get a bit of hard work done after your league and get ready for your championship on the back of some good performances but it is exactly going back to the point that i made earlier on you're on about the good you know you want to be finishing your league on good results if you look at it whether we go up or whether we stay up or whether we go down if we get a win on sunday and still harping back to four results in Division 1. And how many people would have thought that Cavan would have got four positive results in Division 1? If we win a Sunday, that won't be easy, but no, it won't it be. treat them in a row at the, at the end as well. Exactly, yeah. How, how important, Mickey, is it to remain, or to, to, to continue, remain the status quo? Keep, keep that going. Oh, well, that's huge. You know, winning is a, men- winning is a mentality. So it is, you know, and, and it's a habit. So it is. So if you, the last thing that these boys want going in on uh, uh, Sunday, Sunday uh, is to come out of there with a loss. Listen, it's it, they're they're on the right path and they're playing well. And if they can get a result on uh, on on Sunday. on Sunday, you know, it'll be you know it'll be everybody will be talking about Cavan, and it'll be less of a case of who, you know, who who yeah. who are Cavan. Yeah, well, the who is right. It, the people will know who we are. In fairness, at that point, it's um, I suppose then uh, looking ahead to the Roscommon game, Paul. You know, it's 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 a long journey over on the Q sixty. Oh no, it's not the Q sixty five. It's the N sixty three. Um, it's a long journey over. But Cavan, Cavan, and Roscommon. There's a rivalry there for the last few years. It's it's been. Probably Roscommon's advantage, if if we're being honest, is it? Ah, there's no doubt about it. Roscommon have had the upper hand on Cavan for years, right back. But Roscommon in Donald Kilgan's time, Roscommon um, couldn't win a game in Division Three one year and still managed to beat Cavan um, 
in, in a league game when they had lost all six, which is similar to what we're seeing on Sunday. They beat they beat us in a national league final or semi final at Crow Park. Mickey, you were playing. That's right, yeah. Um, for a while, there wasn't. I'm saying that was the reason, but he was there. He he, <laughs> he was he was playing for a while, but then some of the some something happened that day, Mickey. That we we shall not uh, remind ourselves of. No, no. But yeah, they do have the. And then they beat us in, in the championship two years in a row there in recent years, yeah. and they beat us in in the, the national league, league in 2013. They hammered us in Breffney in the final league match. The only game we can, we beat them in was in that dead rubber. Um, they beat us in the league final as well. I forgot that. And then they beat, they we beat them in a dead rubber where we were already re- already promoted. Yeah. Um, before the league final. Before the league final. So. Yeah. yeah and we, you know, so they've been by, by totally had the upper hand on us. They beat us. We beat them a couple of times in Hastings Cup games, but they've been getting on top of us in that too at uh, different times. And also they beat us in an under twenty one All Ireland semi final as well. So we're coming our probably Kevin's biggest bogey team. And they from a long way out they'll have they'll have targeted this game to salvage something from their league campaign. They'll have said, Look, we're doomed here. We're, we've lost four games or whatever, but there's a game we can win. It's at home. It's the last game, and the more than us saying that Cavan hitting form at the end of the league, they want they'll want to get a win. Yeah, they will indeed. And their their, their defense is terrible, Damien. That, that's the I was talking to our common man today, journalist, and he was saying that the defense is poor, very poor this year. But their forwards are flying, and they created lots of chances even against Dublin, and they were hammered. But they had loads of chances. They're they're, they're going through a bad patch though. You look at their under twenty ones. You look at their minors, and uh, like their under twenty ones lost to Sligo last week. Um, you know so. The the yellow submarine of uh, of uh, the Roscommon lads. Uh, that's just my Beatles quote. Um, the yellow submarine, the, the bus that they use. It's a it's like a big yellow submarine. Um, you know, it seems to be getting a flat at the moment, and hopefully it'll be flat on Sunday when we get down to oh. Hyde Park. <laughs> oh, we can finish on that one, so we can <laughs> indeed. Uh, Later on tonight, obviously, Cavan are taking on Donegal and the under-21s. This probably won't be out in time, so uh, tune in later in the week on Thursday or Friday. We'll have a post-match uh, podcast with uh, a review of the game and hopefully some post-match interviews. We'll also be speaking with some of the Cavan ladies um, ahead of their final game against Leash in the Little Division 2 uh, National Football League. They're sitting top of the table, but a defeat to Leash this Sunday could see them actually... Um, not make a semi-final place with other results going against them. So it's a very, very important game. And they're running a promotional uh, event at that game in Kingsman Birthday Park this weekend. So stay tuned to the We Are Cavan uh, McAvoy Supervisor GEA podcast later on in the week for more on this station. So our best of luck to Cavan on the 21s tonight, to the Cavan Seniors uh, against Ross Common in the final game. Hopefully Mayo uh, don't pick up the win and Kerry... Uh, do us a favour down in oh. Tralee and uh, our best luck to also the Cavan well, ladies. We need Donegal as well to do us a favour. I will, Mayo. Yeah. Mayo, don't get a win would be Donegal doing us a favour. Yeah, that'd be right. That's true too, yeah. So fair, thanks very much for listening to the podcast. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed the show. <laughs> Everyone's talking about Luna Bar, Cavan's most vibrant new venue. With our big screen TVs, live music every weekend and free function room, we cater for everyone. Luna Bar, Main Street Cavan, the newest hotspot in town.